Welcome to episode 64 of the Transformer to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about dealing with red tape, being in the red, and getting caught red-handed, getting the green light and being green with envy, a black and white situation or a grey area, and a story about passing with flying colours. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today we're going to be focusing on colors, which is a kind of interesting one, something different this week. And we'll be connecting those colors with different idioms. And we're going to be focusing on three particular colors. We're going to be looking at red, green, and sort of black and gray, and just going through a few different expressions that are lots of native speakers would probably use, in a, in a, especially in a business context. And what we want to help you with here is just so that you understand them. I think some of them will be quite close to Spanish, but it's always kind of useful to really know these types of expressions just so you don't get confused at the key moment. So as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. Hi, Daniel. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. Good. Good, good. So, yeah, we're going to start with, I think we're going to start with red, right? Yeah, and, good uh, colour, red. Yeah, uh, yeah good colour. And I think actually this first expression we actually have spoken about in the past already. And it is one that is very common. And I know that there's no real Spanish translation of this, although, you know, there's not at least no direct tri uh, Spanish translation. And it's red tape, right? Red tape, which we did, we have mentioned. In a, in I think a past we have mentioned episode. quite a while back. So it's, yeah. it's always good to go over these things again. Yeah. And not everyone will have heard, you know, the previous episodes. So, and That's it's a very right. common expression. I think it's very useful to know it. Yeah. So what is red tape, Alistair? Well, I mean, literally is cinta roja, mm. but it doesn't mean nothing to do with red or tape. Mm. Although I think I have heard something about the origin of this, which was to do with literally red tape, but we'll come ah. back to that. Yeah. But the meaning is bureaucracy. That's right. Bureaucracia. You know? So when you have a lot of red tape, you have a lot of bureaucracy or paperwork, you no know? papileo is another yeah. word you could use. Yeah. So a mixture of those two things probably usually combined. Yeah. is red tape could be in your company in fact you know, yeah. procedures if you have to go through a lot of procedures filling a lot of forms yeah copying a lot of documents etc and things take time they're not easy to get what you need then that's red tape so yeah maybe absolutely in companies that can happen and obviously the most obvious example is your dealings with the government you no know, government departments your low the council the tax office the social security office Absolutely. All these kind of things, trying to get your, your, I don't know, passport renewed, your identity card renewed. Yeah. In our case, I think we spoke about this sort of when we came here, trying yes. to get, you know, residency permit and all the rest of it. Yeah, that um, was tricky. That was tricky, yeah. I have to say. And I don't know how much we went into terms of detail there, but I, mm. I certainly can remember 
you know, quite a lot of, well, it wasn't too bad there, but the problem was it was because I couldn't speak Spanish at that time. Yeah. Um, it was a com with... combination of red tape and not being able to communicate, which yeah. I think is probably yeah. the worst, absolutely the worst, worst combination, situation. I think. Yes, absolutely. So I can remember going to sort of these places and yeah. trying to sort of communicate with my hands, basically. Yeah. yeah. That was, and that also, was a bit, a yeah, bit it's got better in the sense, at least now you can book appointments through internet. Yeah. So basically, you know, whereas in the past, you just went there, sat there, took a number. You'd look at this screen and you say, oh, I've got number, I don't know, 97 and it's showing 264. So, you know, you've got a long time to wait. Yeah. And you just had to sit there waiting, you know, until somebody saw you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, again, the language problems, etc. So, yeah, for people like us arriving in Spain and having to, especially when I became freelance, maybe even more. More than the yes. residency was. No, freelance was the tricky one for me. Yeah, yeah. you got to sort out yeah. your social security payments, etc. Yeah, um, that was the hard one. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of red tape there still probably yeah. today, I imagine. It's fun. It's a funny thing because it's kind of like it is a bit of an experience too. It's kind of almost like the, an experience that you have to go through. Right? Oh. Uh, and it does it does help you realize, you know, oh, I've got to do something about my Spanish skills here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, I, it's a great motivator. to. Yeah, improve. absolutely. You know, when you're heading to the meeting, you're kind of sort of thinking, well, will they actually be able to understand what I'm talking about? Or is it just going to be an absolute disaster? <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Or actually practicing. I remember when you're sitting there waiting, preparing whole sort of sentences in your head that you could then repeat to this person uh, yeah anyway you just, so yeah you, ha you, you just had to hope and pray that the person was going to be patient as well because yeah. that was that was probably one weren't. of the key factors or, right is like how patient is this person yeah, yeah. going to be you know what i mean yeah and you're conscious um, there's another 200 people behind you waiting <laughs> getting very impatient also that's so right. it's quite stressful i remember all yeah this. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's, you know, red tape. Absolutely. Uh, what I've sort of read about the origin, I don't know if it's true, is in, in the past sort of legal, in legal work in sort of courts and law firms, mm. they would, like when you have a case file, you know, all the papers from your legal case, mm. when it's finished, it would be wrapped in literally red tape because it was all oh, physical right. papers, no books. Okay. So this massive book or whatever you want to call it of a case file with thousands of papers You'd yeah. wrap it, you'd tie it in red tape and store it away in the right. archives. Okay. And you'd have all these things, you know, like huge wall of things covered in red tape. Yeah. So that's what I've read. I don't know if that's true, but it's it sounds well, it could well be. It kind possible. of seems logical, right? So I it's have... paperwork, no? Yeah. Lots of papers, lots of Absolutely. procedures. I've never heard that story before, but it kind of makes sense. Yeah, I don't know where I heard way, it. I've never heard it or read it, but yeah. it rings a bell. Yeah, well, that's that's cool. That's yeah. cool. So yeah, there you go. The first one for red is red tape, mm -hmm. uh, which is yeah something that you will hear native speakers talk about Use a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, what, what kind of example sentences can we give our listeners? You know, like for example, they might you might be wanting to set up a new company in Japan, and you say, well, there's a lot of red tape. We've spoken to the, our consultant in Japan, and you know, there's a lot of red mm -hmm. tape that we need to go through before we can set up a company there. That could be an example, right? Or well, all whatever. those kinds of things, you know, when you're setting up companies and all the, obviously there's a lot of bureaucracy around setting up companies. Yeah. Starting absolutely. a new company, all the things you have to do, especially in another country, as you say. Yeah. So people would say, oh, that's going to involve a lot of red tape. Yeah. So, you know, be prepared. It's going to take time. You know, a lot of documents yeah. you have to provide and forms to fill in. 
Absolutely. And even maybe when you're being transferred by a company, even then, like maybe you're kind of being relocated. Country. Yeah, there's there's, red tape. There could well be a lot of red tape there as well. You know, it just yeah. depends on work, the situation. Visas, work permission, residence, like tax situation. Yeah. All these things exactly. involve red tape. Yeah. To, yeah you know, to some extent or other. Yeah, yeah. Good. So that's the first one, red tape. But we've got two others, right? Which is, uh, at least the first mm. one is what we would say to be in the red. Now, I think this is similar to in Spanish, potentially, right? Uh, yeah, so when you're in expression. the red. And I think people would understand it. Yeah, you said, I'm in the red with the context. Yeah. So this is kind of really to do with your kind of bank account, right? And we'll come back to this actually when we when we cover black as well. But yeah, uh, if you're if you're in the red, and often even if you look at your you know online bank account, you can soon all the numbers are actually if something goes out of your account is actually put in red, isn't it? In many cases, so yeah, yeah, so you know when something's going out, but then actually when you go into the minus numbers, probably it gets even even bigger and fatter and you know even yeah. redder let's say <laughs> and in the past well maybe even these days now these days probably be an email i suppose but i remember in the past you'd get a letter from the bank informing you or warning you saying you know you're in minus numbers so you owe the bank your bank account is minus 200 pounds and that letter would be written in red so Absolutely. red is like you know alert warning <laughs> yeah. so you know you have to pay this money by i don't know next week or could be problems so it's a warning no red color is yeah so you know if you're in the red if a business is in the red then they're having financial problems they owe yeah. the bank money they're not making money they're losing money and you personally if your bank account's in the red yeah it's gone into minus numbers yeah. and in spanish i think it's numerous rojos red numbers right so you know yeah. it's almost exactly the same almost same exactly idea no? yeah absolutely same idea yeah so you just say to go into the red my bank account's gone into the red or i am in the red yeah Meaning, yeah. yes, yeah, you owe money to the bank, basically. You know, you've got Absolutely. minus numbers. You need to sort it out very quickly. And this is kind of very interesting mm. because in the UK, as soon as you go into the red, you know, the bank will charge you quite a lot. I can remember mm. from when, when I was yeah. living in the UK, you know, going into the red is definitely not a good idea because suddenly there's a very high interest rate. You know, they the banks actually probably don't mind you going into the red, certainly in the yeah, UK. They make money. Yeah. They're kind of like, okay, you go into the red, and but we're going to charge you quite a, a hefty price for that. Yeah, bank like, charge. A lot of banks in UK in the past, and I imagine now they'd say, okay, no, there's no bank charges for our services mm. if you maintain your account what do they call it in credit or is the mm -hmm. word i think or in positive numbers no yeah but if you go into the red we'll start charging for everything yeah <laughs> so absolutely. all the bank charges will apply for maintaining the account for maintaining a credit card whatever yeah. it is yeah, yeah. Uh, and charging interest on that money as well yeah the debt exactly. so yeah obviously it's a great encouragement for you to sort that problem out as soon as possible and pay some money into the bank to get your number I almost said numbers, that's Spanish, to get your account out of the red and, and we'll come to that in a minute when we get to another color, what the opposite yeah. is. What the opposite uh, is, absolutely. What the opposite yeah. is. So yeah, and obviously the banks actually don't mind it too much. I mean, okay, if you never pay it, that will become a serious problem. Yes, that becomes it, a serious but problem. But if you yeah. spend a few weeks or a few months in the red and then you pay the money, the bank's quite happy because they've made some money from you. Absolutely. From charging absolutely. you or interest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think the UK bank system actually worked a lot around that whole process, uh, kind of like they wouldn't charge you to have an account at all, which is a little bit different mm. to Spain. Yeah. But they would kind of get their money back when people would basically forget that they've gone in the red, they charge them. And so that's kind of basically how the UK the way they make money work. apart from yeah. other, you know, mortgages. Yeah, sure. Well, they had this thing called 
it's quite sort of old-fashioned well to me sounds like a very old-fashioned word now from another time in history i don't know if in england people still use this word is overdraft oh sure yeah especially when you're a student well yeah uh, even after being a student this thing about banks in england would often offer even offer you would you like an overdraft yeah we'll offer you an overdraft facility which is you can go i don't know 200 pounds into the red yeah and it's okay because yeah. you've agreed we've agreed an overdraft facility That's right. i remember so, that i remember that yeah, yeah very typical i remember in in the 80s or well in the past i don't yeah. this concept still exists so they'd sure. say okay you go and have an interview with a bank manager and they say okay we'll allow you i remember when i was a student doing this mm. we'll allow you know you can go whatever 100 pounds 200 pounds whatever it may be into yeah. the red and it's not and we won't charge you interest or charges or maybe yeah. a, a, a small amount yeah yeah but if you go more than that so if we if we allow you an overdraft of 200 pounds and you go 300 pounds into the red we'll start charging you yeah so you could actually agree to have a sort of it's a credit it's a it's almost like a loan really yeah it? it is yeah absolutely it's a form of credit that you yeah, get yeah. with the bank yeah, yeah. Now, whether that still exists, I've no idea. But yeah, it's I certainly don't a very common thing. No, it was a, it was, it was kind of a way to entice you to stay with the bank as well, and yeah, also it keeps you with you know, them, no? Yeah, you owe them money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah they sort of almost actively encouraged it. Yes, like, please. That's right. do, would that's you right. like? I remember as a student, you would like an overdraft. You can have yeah. two hundred pounds, and I'm like, no, 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 I don't. No, no, come on, really. It's very, like yeah. they wanted you to go into. That's right. That's right funny thing really isn't it yeah strange anyway. obviously obviously lots of people out there who are not very good money managers you know or yeah. you know just yeah. not very good at dealing with money because they kind of just go into the red all the time but yeah yeah sometimes it's just you know forgetting to yeah of course absolutely yeah. yeah 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 good okay the third one and final one for red at least is to be caught red-handed now the funny thing is with this is that we're kind of wasn't wasn't thinking exactly about how, what kind of story we could come up with this, because obviously the meaning for this is that you're doing something bad. You might be stealing something, right? Yeah, and uh, there's illegal. a camera or, and, and you're caught red handed. Basically you're some sort of, you could be a criminal or you could be just, I don't know, somebody who's done, doing something wrong at that particular time. Right. And you're sort of caught in the, you're caught seen. in the, yeah, you're yeah, caught in the act seen. as they yeah, say. Yeah, caught in the act. That's right. That's the, that uh, was now this could be work related either something very serious, you know, you're mm. actually stealing money or property from the office and you're caught on camera or caught by a colleague who've, you know, in that moment. Yeah. So you're caught in the act of actually doing something wrong, you know, stealing yeah. or whatever it may be, it could be something yeah. else. So you're caught red handed. So you can't deny it. You can't say, no, no, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. They go, but I've just seen you doing it yeah. or the camera has seen you. So, you know, there is absolute proof that you did it. You cannot deny it. That's You've right. been caught red handed or yeah. So something very serious, literally a criminal, you know, robbing a bank <laughs> is caught in the moment of doing it. That's right. Or yeah, it could be in an office, I don't know, stealing office equipment or I don't know. That's right. That's right. So a minor crime, if you like, nothing serious, but still something you're not yeah. supposed to be doing and you're caught. It's funny because uh, like I've just uh, some uh, something's popped into my mind that it kind of would be interesting probably for our listeners as well, which is the whole idea of the fifth of November in England and oh, Guy Fawkes yeah. and how he tried to uh, blow up the Houses of Parliament. But I think he was caught red-handed. He was he? literally he was literally caught about to set fire was, to the barrels yeah. of gunpowder to kill That's the right. king and 
all the parliamentarians in the parliament. That's right. And he was caught red-handed. Yeah. And he suffered and he was obviously executed in the horrible, horrible, well, tortured and executed. And bits of his body, I think, were, you know, put around London <laughs> to show this is what happens to you if you try to assassinate, <laughs> blow up the parliament That's and assassinate right. yeah. the king. But the yeah. strangest thing about that, and I've explained it to people and they can't believe it. Okay. So we actually celebrate this poor man's suffering and execution and horrible death mm. every 5th of November with fireworks right. and a bonfire or get yeah. We light a big yeah. fire and we set off fireworks. And so we're all like, you know, children are going, oh, isn't this great? You know, yes. Uh, Guy Fawkes was his name. No, Guy Fawkes. <laughs> That's right. Guy Fawkes. Yeah. yeah. Which and is people like... make an image of the guy. So you make, I don't know if you did this as a kid. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah you, you make an image of like a representation of this person called, and it's called the guy mm. after Guy Fawkes. Mm. And you take it, showing it to your neighbors, like a penny for the guy. Mm. And it's like Halloween, like trick yeah. or treat. Yeah. And they'll go, oh, that's a very nice guy. Yeah, okay. And they'll give you some sweets or some money. Yeah. And on the, on the 5th of November, you build a bonfire, it's called, a big yeah. fire. And yeah. you throw the effigy, mm. is the word, of poor Guy Fawkes onto the bonfire and burn him to death. That's right. So basically what you're doing is reenacting the execution of this poor man. That's well, right. poor man, he did try to murder, you know, lots of people. So... But it is a very yeah. strange thing when you actually It is a strange thing, but it's kind of like, it's one of those day days in England where actually fireworks are, like if you think about fireworks, is mm. actually that particular day that you would probably most associate with fireworks, right? Oh Not, yeah, like fire, you know. it's like fires in Valencia or something. Yeah, so it's right, the only yeah. time the yeah. whole of the UK, or at least, well, Scotland, I'm not sure, England definitely. Yeah. Every family, more or less, every household in the country will be setting off fireworks in their garden usually. Yeah. Or you go to an organized firework display no a public one yeah so yeah anyone who's in england by chance on the 5th of november they'll be like what is going on it's just like, <laughs> like being in valencia in fire so there's fireworks exploding all yeah. around you in every street yeah. in every town in england that's right and you, that's you know, right. it's a national thing isn't it it's yeah kind yeah of like, some yeah. poor spanish guy like what are you doing i was celebrating that this guy was executed 400 years ago for trying to blow up the parliament yeah. that's right so I think that's kind of an interesting story. And certainly he was caught red-handed. He was caught red-handed. found yeah. under the parliament, I yeah. think, with, I don't know many, how barrels, many barrels of gunpowder, gun powder, right? Yeah. So, you know, there was, he was really caught red-handed. Yeah, literally, fight. yeah. Yeah, you see sort of paintings or I remember as a kid at school when he had a book in history and it was explained. So every kid learns this at school. Yeah. And it would literally show a picture of like, you know, Guy Fawkes there with a match, with a yeah. flame, no? And I, yeah, literally about, you know, just about to set, to set fire to the barrels of gunpowder and the soldiers coming in and catching him. Yeah. Now, how true that is, I don't know, but that's the mythology. Yeah. So, you know, it's like he was caught red-handed <laughs> just before. So the whole of English history would have been different because well, it was actually cool. a plot by Catholics. And this is another thing that doesn't sound too good when you explain it in Spain. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to, you know, kill the king and put a Catholic monarch on, ah, yes, on the I throne. Remember. Yes, I remember about this. Yes. Yeah. So, of course, you know, this whole... Guy Fawkes was Catholic then. He was Catholic, yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, that's right. And yeah. so, you know, that caused after a lot of anti-Catholicism persecution of Catholics because of this. Yes, yeah, sure. So, again, sure. when we're celebrating this now, obviously, most people don't think about what it actually means. No, we're not. No, yeah, of It's course, just yeah. a party that, oh, yeah, fireworks, yeah. Yeah. But if you actually think about what it actually represents, it's quite... Yeah. Mm. It's not very yeah. pleasant, really. So, <laughs> no. Executing a horrible Catholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
Anyway, so that came to my mind, you know, that came to my mind because he certainly was caught red-handed, right? Oh, yeah, so. it's one of the greatest examples in history or English history of someone being caught red The most famous example yeah. of somebody being caught red-handed That's right. Absolutely. in the act of yeah. committing a crime, yeah, legal right. activity, yeah. definitely trying to assassinate so let's, people. Let's move on to the next colour, otherwise yeah. it takes too long on red. We'll never finish. Yeah, that's right. Green. Let's go green. for green. And uh, this is kind of like a, a quite common, I actually use this expression quite a lot with sort of my, my team. It comes quite naturally to me. And I think you can also say this in Spanish, so it'll be easy for our listeners to sort of connect here. But yeah, to give the green light. So you can give the green light to, to a project or to somebody mm -hmm. to do something, right? And or yeah. maybe even when somebody, you know, you're waiting for, like, I might be waiting for permission to, mm -hmm. to, to, to start a project, right? And then you get the green light from your client you know whatever yeah. that might be client or your boss in the so within the company or externally you know from the client yeah so exactly. it's like i want to do this thing i want to start this project and you're waiting for the green light which is the permission the okay you know some say yeah okay you can do it go ahead start and Absolutely. then you can begin so you got it's like the traffic i suppose from traffic lights no yeah so yeah. when you're sitting at the traffic lights with the red light you can't move and then the green light and you go you begin to move yeah. So when you begin to do something because you've had permission, if you like, or yeah. the okay from your boss or from someone, then that's to, to get the green light. So someone gives you the green light and you get or you receive yeah. the green light. Yeah. I think yeah. you can actually use it as a verb. I've heard people say to green light a project. Oh, right. Yes. No, I think you can. So it's yeah. less common, but it is possible to, yeah, to green no, light something. Yeah. 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 I think is the same Luth better yeah, very than... similar very yeah. similar yeah yeah that's an and easy... uh, yeah it's, it's, it's a useful one certainly as I say I, I think I kind of use it very instinctively myself so mm. it's it's a nice one it's a nice one and uh, good to just let you know say to somebody yeah we've got the green light for this you know mm. we can move forward we can we can yeah, get to yeah. the next stage whatever whatever yeah. it might be right? go ahead yeah, yeah start yeah, yeah. The other one with green is green with envy. And it's kind of an interesting one because we were talking about this before we started recording, right? And uh, of course, maybe you wouldn't use this so much in a business context, but you might go sort of, we do say go, don't we? Go green with envy if, for example, some of your colleagues get a pay rise and you don't. It's a kind of like yeah. a typical sort of situation, right? So envy is envidia. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't know why green, no idea what the origin of that is, but... Yeah, we say you're green with it. So you're very envious. You have a lot of envy about somebody else getting something or having something you don't have. So it can be in work, obviously, with colleagues, with people get special privileges or, as you say, like a pay rise and you don't. Mm. Or some wonderful trip to, I don't know, to, to Disneyland or something. You're like, and you, not you. So you might be green with envy about Absolutely. your colleagues. Now, why have they got this privilege or this thing? been given a company car and I haven't so yeah I'm green with envy I'm yeah. envious that's right that's right so, absolutely so that's so that's a very very yeah, use that in all aspects of life but yeah, yeah also at work in any, every situation people can be envious absolutely uh, green with envy yeah envy being of course I think one of the seven deadly sins right yeah Yes. yes, was it pecados mortales? I think is the yeah Spanish expression. Yeah, it's not good. It's a it's seen as a negative. You shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be envious of other, that's right. what Try other people have that if you yeah. can. Yeah, you're absolutely. supposed to avoid it. It's not good. Yeah. Yeah. but it's a natural human instinct. To, it is absolutely to be envious. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Good. Those are the two for green. Let's go on to black and gray. 
because that that these are a little bit more business focused and uh, we kind of connect back to what we were talking about account being in red but account can also be in the black right yeah, yeah. which is good you've got no which problems if you're yeah, if your account's in the black don't need to worry yeah yeah so before we said you know when it's when it's in the red is obviously negative numbers this is not good you you owe money to that you're in debt yeah but obviously if your numbers in the black well your positive numbers so it's not a problem yeah so if your business is in the black or your company it means yeah the company's making money it's financially doing well no yeah so yeah it's a positive thing i suppose coming back to the the letter when you're in the red the bank is writing to you and often written in red or the numbers Mm. in red as you said yeah Yeah. and the spanish expression numerous rojos Mm. so this is you know warning you know, you've got to do something about this. But obviously a normal letter from the bank when you don't owe them any money is the ink in the letter is black because that's mm. just the norm. Yeah. So obviously black, no problem. Your positive numbers in the bank. But red, or oh, oh, warning, this is not good. No? Mm. Yeah. So yeah, in the black is good, positive numbers. You don't owe anything to the bank in that yeah. sense. And red, the opposite. No? So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then two further expressions, which I think are very important when you're kind of talking about a topic that might be not very clear, right? The first one being sort of like a black and white situation. So that that is kind of where it is sort of very clear, a black and white. Yeah. But you might also use it in the negative, right? This is, is not a black and white situation, right? So you yeah, can use you could, it even the positive yeah, or the negative. You could say like it's more complicated. Someone could see it as black and white, yes and no, very clear and obvious Mm. the solution to a problem or something and you could say well actually it's not black and white so i mean Mm. it's more complicated than that yeah it has nuances there's a strange word french word we know will you speak french i think nuance that sounds french to me sounds french yes that's right nuance in spanish is ah, matices matices Ah, so people often ask me how do you say matices i have to think about it because it's a french word (laughs) yeah nuance so (laughs) A situation could be cool. nuanced. It has many nuances, meaning yeah. it's complicated. It's not. It's not black and white. It's not black and white. It's no. more complicated than that. No. Yeah. Uh, mm. But sometimes, if it's not black and white, it is gray. Yeah, gray, gray area. It's a gray area. Yeah. Uh, um, so hmm, it's not clear. No, it's that's right. That's right. And most most situations are well, depending if they're very complex, then it normally be a bit of a gray area. Yeah, um, there isn't a clear uh, answer or a clear opinion yeah. to have about it. Often, yeah. often in legal situations, they say that's a kind of terminology yeah. that lawyers yeah. use. It's kind yeah. of like it's a little bit of a gray area. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure how I can advise you in this particular situation yeah. because the law is not very specific or you know, clear. Know? Or yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think lawyers like gray areas. It gives them more work. No? Probably. <laughs> Probably, but maybe good for them. Hours, right? Yeah, charge more hours trying to find the solution. Oh, it's a bit of a grey area. It's not sure. Not, yeah, I need to look into this further. Spend many more hours working on it and charging <laughs> you more money. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. See, a lot so, of legal yeah, things yeah, are not black and white because no. it's an interpretation of the law. That's right. That's so right. So therefore, exactly. it's not clear. So it's a bit of a grey area. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think in Spanish, they also have this. So at least I, I don't think this is kind of like a black and white situation. I think they, they have I a similar the sort of expression in Spanish. Negro. The other way yeah. around the words. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You yeah mentioned it's interesting. That before, yeah. yeah. It? In, in English, for some reason, is always 
black first and then white, like black yeah. and white film. Yeah. And in Spain, he's, he's on a película in blanco y negro. It's the opposite way around. Yeah, that is strange, isn't it? Why do we do that order differently? No idea. But, you know, that's just the way of the world, isn't it? It's like, Maybe know. it's got. it sounds good when it begins with a word beginning with B. So in English, the word beginning with B is black and in Spanish is blanco, is white. It's that's the only true. thing I can think of. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about that either. But yeah, anyway, it just occurred yeah. to me now. I never thought about yeah. that before. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it's important that people kind of connect that to the Spanish. And I think that they will have those expressions in their minds so that they know that they can use them in English as well. You know, a black yeah. and white situation or this is kind of a little bit more difficult to make a decision on because it's a bit of a gray area. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you can use those expressions in English and you will hear them. Native speakers will use them, too. Right? Yeah. Again, as we've said before, maybe you if you don't feel confident with these expressions using them because you're not quite sure, but you're going to hear them a lot yeah, absolutely. so the, the expressions you definitely need to understand to know yeah because you could yeah. be confused by them because yeah absolutely. they're idioms so that you know the meaning is not the same as the actual words so it's not yeah. literal so you definitely need to understand them whether you use them well that's up to the listeners to decide if they i think it's good if you can yeah, I, I do too. Yeah, I think it is. And it can, in many ways, that's kind of what we try to do in our fluency community, right, is to introduce mm. these types of expressions, mm. expressions that might be on the borderline in terms of like somebody being comfortable in terms of using them, right? Mm. So you kind of know them, but you kind of, you're not really in a situation where you see, feel very confident to actually yeah. use them, especially in a sort of business context, right? Yeah. So you've got to practice them, you've got to really use them, you've got to get them kind of sort of coming out of your mouth yeah. and uh, expressing them, right? Um, yeah. And then you can build up that confidence exactly yeah yeah good all right now we wanted to finish off with an interesting one which is like a mixture of all colors right yeah not one uh, color all not of one the colors color kind of almost together. like it kind of in my mind it's kind of a rainbow of colors but it's mm. yeah it, the actual expression in english is to pass with flying colors now mm. this can be used in a business context because for example you could i don't know have an interview and you could pass mm -hmm. with flying colors for example yeah and you could also i don't know you'd be could bidding for a for a contract and you could also pass with flying colors yeah for, I you suppose, know in comparison yes. to the rest right well people do qualifications and training within your job within yes. your work absolutely uh, to yeah. improve yourself you know yeah uh, and so, obviously an exam a test of any kind you can pass or not yeah. with flying colors absolutely so the question yeah. is what does it mean to pass a test an exam an interview for example with flying yeah. colors with flying colors yeah mm. it's kind of yeah an interesting one and certainly it's not obvious is it it doesn't think colors flying? itself yeah <laughs> color is volando no so the, there are no colors and they're not flying <laughs> that's right but you pass the exam with flying colors yeah um, yeah so have you ever passed anything with flying colors well, Daniel? I think the only thing that I've passed with flying colors, although I can't remember my exact mark, was probably my driving test, my the theory element of my mm. driving test. I think I did quite well in that. I, I don't know. As I say, I can't remember exactly what yeah. my... If um, you passed it easily... Yeah, uh, eighty, ninety percent, whatever you yeah. define, was yeah. as it good was, or easy. It was nice, yeah, and I can remember feeling afterwards, yeah, fantastic. That's good. good. Feeling, I've got that yeah. got that out the way. But then, then I went on to the the practical part, and I was I was pretty good. useless in that. Pretty useless. <laughs> useless. Not very good at it. I, and I I only got I only passed the test the third time. So well, like, the same as me, Daniel. We yeah. just discovered talking <laughs> before, as we were preparing this. We discovered that each of us. <laughs> Passed our driving test, the practical, at the third attempt. So we're both yeah. equally 
terrible. Well, not now. <laughs> hopefully then, not now. Hopefully not after, now. After years and years of experience. In my case, yeah, driving, more than yeah. 40 years. So yeah. I passed my driving test in, yeah, 1981. My God, makes me feel yeah. old because I am. <laughs> yeah, it was a wonderful week that week. I'll never forget it even, because that week of August, I passed my driving test finally at the third attempt because I was very stressed about it. Right. My parents were paying for it. You felt... Mm. You know, it's embarrassing to tell mm. your friends, especially those who pass first time. You yeah. feel like an idiot. My poor parents were paying, oh, another one, oh, more money. So oh. so I felt really bad for them, no? Sure. And, and for absolutely. myself. Yeah. Uh, and I was about to go to university in the October, and I wanted to pass my test before then, because after that, my parents would say, okay, you're independent now, you pay for it yourself. So I probably wouldn't have done it till after university when I had a job. So it yeah. could be years later. So I was like desperate to pass and I passed. It was one of the most, still today, one of the most wonderful moments in my life okay. of happiness and joy is when that, the driving instructor, no, the driving examiner, I think, yeah. turned around me and said, congratulations, Mr. Johnson, you passed your test. With <laughs> I wanted to hug him and kiss him, and which I didn't, but no, it was sure. tempting. Yeah, you're too, so, yeah, you're too reserved. You're, you're, you're too British. reserved for that. You're British. Yeah, I'm British. You know, that, wouldn't you know, wouldn't you, do that. You don't do those types of things. Yeah. And then in the same <laughs> week, I think literally maybe the next day, I got my, my exam results and I got what I needed to go to university. So, and I got very good results. So I passed my exams with flying colors. Good. I didn't pass my driving test with flying colors. I just, I did it by the skin of my teeth. Yeah. Which is an expression through. we've, yeah, you're great we've used it, yeah. before now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Both of them are good. Yeah. Polos pelos. Yeah. But that was a very, very happy week. I remember passing my driving test finally and getting my positive exam results to go to uni all in about. Yeah. 48 hours i think right so i was celebrating a lot of that week i remember that is a good that is a good week no question about it yeah no question about it yeah and then some a lot lot to look forward to as well a new adventure right in terms yeah, of going to university exactly. and everything yeah, else so, yeah. Entire, completely yeah, yeah. yeah so good fantastic yeah so that's the last expression to pass with flying colors now obviously most of the time it's related to some sort of test or something like that yeah. it can be it can be also yeah an, an interview like we said like it could be yeah you know, you do in the interview oh yeah. you passed passed it with or got through it with fine colors yeah so you did very well in the interview yeah. you, you impressed well you probably got the job if you passed it with fine colors you were probably the candidate who was selected absolutely yeah yeah because no yeah. you did can, it better can, than anyone else yeah and you can get that feedback you know oh like so how did i do in the interview oh well you passed with fine colors you know it's often I, feedback isn't it more it than is, you'd yeah. say about I don't think I've ever used it about myself. No, it is but, a bit, yes. It's yeah, a bit but somebody else, a teacher yeah. or in that sense, and you say, oh, no, you, you pass with flying colors. Absolutely. Congratulations. Yeah. You go, oh, great. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, Fantastic. yeah. So for some reason, that means, yeah, doing something very well. Yes. With great success, flying colors. Yeah. You got an A or a 10 in Spain. It would be basically a 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. yeah 9, 10, that kind of, yeah. yeah. Sobre, is it sobresaliente, I suppose? Sobresaliente, that's right. That yeah. would be flying colours. Although it's open to interpretation, no? it's all yeah. relative. Absolutely. Maybe somebody else getting an 8 would be amazing and that would yeah. be oh, flying yeah. colours. Yeah. Good, fantastic. So there you go. A different lots of different expressions all connected to colors first we went through red where we had red tape which is kind of bureaucracy in the red when you're kind of basically your bank account is in negative and you need to pay the give some money back to the to the bank mm -hmm. uh, you might be caught red-handed like guy Fawkes under the parliament in the uk in london he was definitely uh, one, caught red -handed. He was definitely, yeah one thing i just forgot we didn't mention the spanish so caught red-handed it's actually quite similar uh -huh. in spanish is i think they 
catch you with your hands in the dough. Ah, la yeah. Masa. Okay, yeah. So sure. pillado con las manos en la masa. So it's got yeah. hands in the expression, but right. our hands are red. And in Spanish is in the dough. The dough in is the, the dough. masa, you know, preparing the yeah. bread. That's a, that's um, a very strange word in English, dough, isn't it? Because like yeah, it's and got spelling. a G-H. Yeah, <laughs> D- the, 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 D-O-U-G-H. Who yeah. would have I thought mean, that's how you yeah. spell it? Like masa is just much easier to to say, right? Like yeah. la masa, no, like la, but the moment, for example, everything's very fa- fashionable in la masa madre, for example. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah super like, fashion, isn't it? Masa yeah. madre. Yeah, and I, I'm just imagining again. I never thought of this before, but the the possible origin of caught red-handed, if you use your imagination, is if you're somebody's murdering, killing someone, and they've got blood on their hands, hmm. so their hands are red with blood, and you're caught oh, yeah. doing it. Yeah. You've That's been caught great. literally red-handed. Now, I have no Ooh. idea if that is the case. I'm just, oh. you know, sometimes you just have to use your imagination and say, where, yeah. could this, where could this come from? Well, that's right. It might be something completely different, but you can imagine that situation, no? Absolutely. With blood on your hands, so it sort yeah. of makes sense. Absolutely. And, yeah, so then we went on to green, and we had two expressions, which was green light and green with envy, okay? Probably the one that's related to green light, which is very similar to Spanish, is probably the one that you'll hear much more and probably not that difficult to remember, right? Because it's probably similar in Spanish in terms of, you know, that type of expression, right? Yeah. And then, and then we went on to black and gray and we mm-hmm. had three different expressions there where their accounts are in black. So where you have sort of basically no money issues, you're, you're kind yeah. of safe. Positive numbers, yeah, if you like. Absolutely. And then when you're talking about a, t- a particular topic, it might be a black and white issue. It's very clear and obvious. Or it might be a bit of a gray area, as we we're talking about in terms of legal issues. That sometimes can be a bit of a gray area where it's not so quite so clear, right? Mm-hmm. Again, very similar to Spanish there. Nothing really new, but just so that it's clear in your minds that you can also use it in English. And then the last one was, of course, flying colors and the whole story about, yeah, how you passed your, what was it? What did you do, Alistair? Well, I passed my exams to go to university with flying colours. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. But, but exactly. neither of us passed our driving test with flying colours. Although that's we did right. pass in the end, but just. <laughs> just, At the exactly. last attempt or yeah. third attempt. Exactly, exactly. So, so fantastic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we did it, we did it. Yeah, we did it. We got past the post, let's say, as yeah. you say in, the, yeah. in, in English. Yeah, exactly. So fantastic. Alistair, thank you very much. Really great to have you with me once again. And uh, yeah, hopefully this, these color expressions will be useful for our listeners and uh, kind of remember them when they hear maybe some native speakers using them, right? I and if, so. and yeah. if they're sort of brave, hmm. start to use some of them too. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Good. Okay, Alistair, thanks a lot. Thanks, and, a pleasure uh, we'll, as always. Yeah, we'll yeah. see you again next week, all right? Yeah, see you. Cheers. Cheers, see you then. Bye. Bye.